All right, hello, and welcome to a fourth installment of Fuck You Friday, number four, uh, with me, Jay, and of course, uh, my partner in crime across the way, uh, Angel the Sound Girl. Hello. Uh, anything big in the news lately? I mean, what, I mean, I haven't been paying much attention. There's something going on out there making people crazy. Uh, yeah, the coronavirus. That's right. Happy quarantine day, whatever the fuck it is. They all run together now. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got your predictions really, really, really wrong. In fact, I think I'm... Ar- Am I behind already? Oh, yeah. Definitely. But I'm still going to win because, well, yeah, because you're, you're the I picked closest. the highest. Yeah. But... See, Angel had 25 total U.S. deaths. I think there's been a total of 25 people that died from eating too many Reese cups. Randy picked 200, and I picked 1,262, and I was accused of picking that number for a specific reason, which I didn't appreciate. It's just the random number that I picked. So if I, if I was going to pick a single digit, it would be seven. It's usually a safe bet. I think it was insider knowledge. Sure. Insider knowledge that I totally got fucking wrong. I got sold a bill of goods because <laughs> this thing is fucking up well, its way it, across the country. information campaign, man. Yeah, you're right. Um what else has been going on here? Um, Trump bucks, right? We're going to get the, the the government, the the people whom you idiots elect on a regular basis, n- no offense really intended, although you should be offended, they're getting raises to the tune of I don't know how much, but definitely more than the average worker. Uh, what are we getting, 12? 1200 per person? Like, Angel, you're married, so that means you and your husband get... Three grand or twenty four hundred dollars. It's twelve hundred bucks a piece, right? Yeah, and then you get like five hundred dollars per child that you have. In addition. In addition, yes. So if you are married and you make under if you make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or less combined income with your adjusted gross income for the year, um, then you will get the twenty four hundred dollar. Trump buck plus $500 per child that you have. If you are single and you make $75,000 a year or less, you can get the $1,200 of the Trump bucks. Um, And then up to like $99,000 a year, um, you can, if you're single, you can still you know, get some portion of that money. I think it goes down to like 600 bucks. I think you get half C's. And then uh, if you are married, uh, you can get up to like almost $200,000 um, of earned in, you know, your sure. adjusted gross income. And then uh, I think you get $600, but you still get the $500 per kid, no matter what income bracket. I think, although I could be wrong on that. I don't, Remember reading anything about that if you're above the, you know, 150000 for married couples and then 75000 for single. Where does that money come from? Is that uh, free money? Is that the, you know, just free money they found it somewhere or are they just printing that money? Well, they're printing that money, but it, it further to go into a little bit more detail, yes, they're printing that money, but it's the taxpayer's responsibility to pay that back well, of course so 
yes, they're printing money and it, you know, it's, it's fiat and it's not really real because we all just agree that it, that's what we're using. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. And I mean, it only works because we all agree to it and we accept it and we just like, okay, whatever. But like you are basically charging yourself your kids, if you have any, and your grandchildren, and probably your grandchildren's children, you're saddling them with this tax debt. And it's never going to go away because they're just going to keep borrowing money. Like, there's no way you can ever pay it back unless you cut. So under this current system that we have, we're screwed. So it really doesn't matter, you know? I agree, but they did get a raise, though, right? The people. Yeah. They did. I didn't read um, the bill. I hadn't gotten a chance to do that yet. Um, I was just really pissed off that it passed. Um, so I don't know how much money they got. But yes, they got uh, Congress got a raise in their salaries. I don't know by how much. Um, and then they also gave money to the Kennedy Center. And So both houses of Congress got a raise, the senators and the people in the House of Representatives all of them, the entire, every representative got a raise. I believe so, yes. Oh, bless them. They deserve Because, it. you know, they're considered essential in this crisis. So of they course need, they are. You know, it's just, it, it doesn't matter. It's all bullshit. I mean, well, let me ask you this. I, well, maybe we'll get into the details when Randy's here, when we have someone else that can take a look into this with a fresh uh, set of eyes. Well, how long... How long do you think this is this current state of affairs is going to last? Like, I mean, I don't want I don't want it to hear what you, what what you read. I want to hear what your what your personal prediction. Of how long do you think this is going to? Because I think this is going to go past Christmas. Yeah, it's absolutely going to go past Christmas, and I'll tell you why I think that is. Go on. So everything is shut down basically like any type of leisurely activity i think they're allowing golf like you know i don't know how but they are what's a rich people's sport yeah um but like baseball shut down all all nfl all sports all of that shut down like i mean this is serious if athletes aren't you know putting asses in the seat and they're not showing up that means this is we're in this for the long haul. Can you imagine how much money's been lost in advertising, all the commercial sales? You know, in, in either be, buying, uh, you know, advertising space like in hockey, you could buy it on the boards, or commercial commercial, uh, you know, stuff that you run in between breaks or timeouts or whatever. You know, whether it be basketball or hockey or whatever or baseball, when you know you have uh, the middle of the inning. You would have you'd run a commercial, two commercials. There has to be literally billions of dollars that advertising firms and their clients have lost on air on airtime, uh, radio airtime, um, maybe even print a little bit. Maybe I don't know. Uh, depending on what, like if there's a sporting magazine that you that you subscribe to or whatever, which is I mean it's dying. I understand that. There's got to be billions of dollars that have been lost on that alone. And, of course, the TV networks. I bet you an ESPN is just taking a nosedive on its viewership because we're, you're not getting UFC. No. You know, and they just signed that huge contract to get the UFC and all the fights on ESPN taken from Fox. 
So they're not do they're all reruns right now, which I've appreciated. I've been watching some of them, but their you know, their bread and butter is live sports. You yeah. know, and, you know the the, the college uh, the NCAA tournament that's gone. That's not happening. You had an, and then of course baseball is supposed to kick off. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that kick off. That's more like football, but it's supposed to start. That's not happening. Hockey was getting down towards the end of its regular season and gearing up for its playoffs, which would have been at the end of next month, I think. That's gone. So there's a lot of money that was lost in all of these specific sports. And, you know, we can't even fucking go bowling, man. Like, that's that's the working people sport right there because it's the only one you can drink and eat terrible food and still participate at the same time. And it's very social. We, we can't even do that. There's not there's nothing to do, and I think that this is that this will not end by Christmas. I'll, I'm prepared to eat my words, and I hope I'm wrong. It's not going to end by Christmas, and I'll tell you why. Because all of these people are going to want to continue to like go out and do things that they shouldn't be during like the peak, you know, spread of this virus. Because I mean, you know, I was out walking the dog and. I saw people and I instantly thought, oh, my God, if one of these people have this virus, like I, I, I literally walked in the mud and the muck to avoid getting um, exhaled coronavirus, possibly breath from somebody <laughs> else. Like because I had that thought and I'm like, oh, shit, like I could potentially get sick mm. from this. And I just went home immediately because I'm like, no, there's too many people out and they're at the playground, even though there's big huge signs saying hey don't come to the playground like it's closed and then they had to caution tape off the playground because people won't listen and that's what's going to be the problem is people still aren't listening and yeah okay maybe you'll get it and you you, you're sick for a few days and you'll bounce back and you're fine but some people won't like they're affected by it differently and it doesn't it's not if you're just old it's you know athletes like trainers you know olympic swimmers you know they've all gotten this and been really really sick from it and actually some people have been put in medically induced comas that are like healthy people normal people with no pre-existing conditions everybody's like oh if you're obese or pre-existing conditions and it's like maybe and then they say that they think it goes after people with like uh type a blood yeah, that's a new one. You told me that before we started recording that 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 you had read that somewhere. I wonder how legitimate that is. I mean, because that's kind of scary. If I mean, it depends. Why would this a virus certain uh, excuse me target a certain blood type? You know what? What's the uh, what's the science behind that? What is there's something about that blood type that makes that person that individual's immune system more susceptible to be infected or carry the virus easier and transmit it to other people easier uh the virus's ability to replicate in, a, in that certain uh, blood type uh, i don't know i'm not a biologist i'm not a virologist i have no idea how that works but i wonder why someone because there has to be a reason why unless somebody's spouting shit that they heard from somebody else that they heard from somebody else and we're playing the you know the telephone game which is a possibility because there's been so many fake stories that have been that's you know that's the wonderful thing and beautiful thing about the internet is that you can find all sorts of information, but you have to have a very careful and watchful eye yeah. as to what you're reading and then what you're propagating, what you're passing on, because it's kind of like a virus itself, right? Yeah. You know, you mutate the story along the way and pass it on to somebody else who takes that 
to use Dan Carlin's words, uh, intellectual contagion, and pass it along and pass it along. And before you know it, it the story has taken a life of its own, and it could be, could be completely fabricated, you know. Um, I just wonder, you know, uh, P. Quinones, uh Free Man Beyond the Wall podcast, he said that, he, you know, he put out a tweet that said he is so fucking angry that so many people don't know that the world has changed forever. Then they'd have noticed. Uh, I'm paraphrasing what he said, and I'm I'm kind of with him too. It's almost like the feeling that I get is kind of like when uh, 9/11 happened, and now you know I'm a parent. I have a 17 year old. He doesn't know what it's like to go to the airport with 30 minutes to spare and have enough time to get a soda pop, to get a snack, go through security, security. And get to the gate and your family would come to the gate with you and wish you well as you flew to whatever destination you were going to. Or when I was a kid, like my mom, my mom worked at the airport. My dad traveled a lot when he worked for the tire company. So we would go to the airport and wait at the gate for my dad to get off the plane. Just as a nice surprise, welcome home. You know, that should, there's, an, there's already an entire generation of kids, of, of adults now. They have no fucking idea what that's like. And that part, that really bothers me because I guess it's more of an innocent time. I don't know if that's the, the right word to use. But now, you know, there's going to be an entire generation of people that are going to grow up where this is this is reality where, you know, a lot has changed. Like I saw something on Drudge that just says, Trump, no more handshakes ever. Well, I'm not sure if that's going to work or what have you. But what if that's a real thing? Like limited human contact is this what happened during the bubonic plague you know is this is are these the reactions i know they blame the jews that was one of our topics of course last week was how the jews have engineered the coronavirus i don't know if you listened you were out sick but um randy and i found an article where these white uh, supremacist jerk-offs were blaming the jews for manufacturing creating the coronavirus. Yeah. So, uh, and of course, the Jews were blamed also for the Black Death that killed fifty percent of uh, Europe's population. So, I mean, at least, at least nothing's changed. At least everything is still consistent, and the same group of jerk offs is blaming the same, uh, the same uh, group of, of people who, uh, you know, have been, you know, blamed for everything for a long time. Um, I don't know, man. Like a lot is like I agree with him. A lot is is already changed, and it's going to be changed permanently, but. I don't know where, you know, where this is going to end. Like, you know, where where we live, uh, the National Guard is going to start helping, what, uh, expedite the construction or expansion of hospitals? Yeah, so, like, the National Guard will be, they're going to have, like, a press conference tomorrow in regards to it, but the governor said we're going to use them to help build out these hospitals. And what they mean by build out these hospitals is they're using buildings that are not currently being used and converting them into hospital environments. So, you know, like dorms that maybe have been vacated or, you know, uh, possible like warehouses you know that aren't being used because maybe they're shut down because it's non-essential so maybe they have some space or you know offices they might you know but it's probably typically going to be hotels um and probably 
dormitories and things like that that are not being in use that are that will be converted to a hospital environment and they they're having the national guard come in and and you know roll that out because i'm sure they've trained for that you know does it make you nervous at all um kind of because you've not really seen it it makes me nervous for the people that have to go to these built out hospitals because are they going to be receiving the appropriate care is the building up to standards like what happens after this crisis is over you know are they going to do their due diligence to properly sanitize these buildings that they have converted to makeshift hospitals like what happens um just like the sanitizing of the masks like what happens when that process because they are overwhelmed by the amount of masks they need to sanitize what happens when that process breaks down and somebody doesn't do their job properly and they actually infect more people because they didn't sanitize the masks properly this is a fair point you know so i worry about human error you know uh, I think that that's a fair point, and it's always nerve-wracking in this country to see, you know, troops on the street. That's never something that uh, I think most Americans are are not very comfortable with that, as it were. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but you know, another thing that I want to like the Trump bucks thing. Uh, move on to something hopefully a little more lighthearted before we get into the Twitter beef uh, that you found yourself in. What do you, what do you, you know, what's your top five or top 10 things on your personal list? Not you and your husband, because you're both getting a check, right? You're both going to get a a check each. What is on your personal top five or top 10 things that you're going to do with your money when daddy finally lets you, you know, go to the restaurant or go to the mall or, you know, go to the playground or whatever the fuck it is that you want to do, like what free human beings do. What, what are you going to do with that money? Top, give me a top five, top ten. What, what's not, what, what do you got going on? Well, I'm thinking about getting a new phone because the one I have is like a cheapy. Um, it's a smartphone, but it's a cheapy phone. And it only has so many gigabytes. And I'm tired of having to, like, choose what apps I want to keep. Um, right. And then, like, the storage. Like, some apps you can, you know, switch to external storage. But then it switches back over sometimes. Like, Snapchat will do that. So um, I'm tired of having to go back through like when it says, oh, your phone's not functioning properly because I don't get like messages or alerts sometimes because like it's, you know, at its capacity. And there's nothing you could do about that? I just have to delete apps and delete my downloads and clear clear Who wants to do that? Because you'll never know when you're going to need to use the app you're deleting. I know. So like some like sometimes I get rid of it. But like I, you know, I refuse to get rid of the, the solar walk app because i want to see oh i have that one too yeah i, I always look where i always stars. try to find where beetlejuice is i'm like where's that fucking beetlejuice man i gotta find it. it's a huge star okay so new phone that's on your list what else do you got um i'm also gonna get some books um that have to do with archaeology and things like that so um there it's in my amazon cart and I'm not going to say what the book is because there isn't very many in stock. So I'm not going to give it away. But um, <laughs> so it, once I get it, then I will uh, update you on the book that I have purchased with my 
Daddy Trump bucks. Um, I'm also going to get a, well, I might get the keyboard attachment for uh, my Surface Go. Okay. Um, prior to that, because, you know, it's probably going to be at least at minimum three weeks. So I might go ahead and get that beforehand. Um, and just cover the cost. Yeah, and just cover the cost, you know. All right. Um, I don't know what else I might get. I was looking at a couple of different things, and then I was thinking about just, you know, using it to maybe just keep. Just hold on to it? Yeah, for a rainy day fund or something. Are you working right now? Yes. Okay. So this is money in addition Correct. to your salary. So this is... This is, hey, have some of the money that we've extorted from you over your lifetime back, which you're going to have to pay us back for in the future anyway. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm spending all of mine. All of mine spoken for. Like, that's that's it. Like, uh, there, I mean, I, I lost all of my firearms in a tragic boating accident, as Randy and I talked about before. It's, it, you know, the anarchist community is rampant. It's rot. With boating accidents, we love boats, and we love to take our guns on there. And for whatever reason, we lose them while we're while we're boating. And I'm a you know I like pirates. I like pirate history. I'm a big black sails fan. I like to read the books and stuff. And I like to go out on the water. And I like you know what kind of pirate are you going to be without a gun? So I bring all of them with me, and then I end up losing all of my firearms. It's a very tragic, sad story. So I was thinking about maybe replacing one of the firearms that I had lost in a tragic boating accident. Uh, I was thinking about getting um, a certain imported rifle uh, that uh, shoots a very popular round. I'm thinking about that. And uh, Randy and I are going to get into 3D printing for Legos because both he and I, I don't know if, did you listen to the last show or not? I did not. So you were not part of the. uh, By the way, happy one hundred over one hundred downloads to this show. Bravo! We got now. Randy's gonna have to get his ass back over here and uh, you know celebrate the one hundred download and you know. A little disappointed. Stop trying to social distance and make up excuses like he has to go to work. (laughs) Work is for losers. It's lies. Um. He, uh, yeah, he, uh, he and I talked about how like both he and I had the same story, how our parents thought we were going to be engineers because we built shit with Legos, and it's like, yeah, look at us, we turned out to be a bunch of fucking jerk-offs instead. Um, we got really drunk, like, you know, I think that the reason why that happened is because you weren't here to kind of moderate the level, because he, I, I brought down a bottle of Southern Comfort, and he brought down a bottle of Jameson. And we just got, like, I listened, I, I usually don't listen to our shows. Uh, I, I We record them and I move on with my life and I stream to try to think about what we're going to talk about next. And I listened to this show when I was, um, I too have a dog. And I took my dog for a walk. And uh, I put the show, I was like, we got drunk. And he doesn't remember recording the last part of the show. So I'm like, well, I wonder how drunk we got. Wow. I was slurring my words like it was bad. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to try to avoid that. The next time I think if we get fucked up, I'm going to do reefer instead because, I mean, I might forget what I'm talking about, but at least they will be like, you know, words that are not slurred. 
You it know. wasn't that bad. You did listen? Yeah, I listened to some of it, and it wasn't that bad because I had to listen to it to make sure that it sounded okay. Like, there wasn't any, like, weirdo noises or, you know, the the sound quality was in good shape, so... We're down in the bunker now. Yeah, but, I mean, it... You're the sound girl. That's your job. Yeah, you, you said, do this, and I said, okay. So... <laughs> to be fair, I asked. To be fair. To be fair. Yes. yes I asked. You did ask, but... You know, that's how I talk. You said do this, and I said okay. Okay, fair enough. So, um, yeah, I don't... And it didn't sound bad. I thought it was all right. Okay. Well, hopefully this one sounds good, too. I mean, moving it down to an area where we have less of an echo, uh, down here at uh, the bunker recording area, uh, we got, you know, the nice record player down here. We got a lot of nice shit going on down here. It's quieter. Um, my um, My anarchist dog doesn't run around. And you know, make click click noises on the floor with his claws. They're not they're not paws. They're claws. And he cuts me like a velociraptor every time he jumps on me. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. But yeah, we uh we got really sloshed, and uh, we talked about 3D printing and how we're gonna make Lego parts because both of us are huge Lego fans. So I'm really curious to see how how to get into that. You know, from what I've already gleaned by taking a peek at how to do this most of this is uploading pdfs into the 3d printer and it goes to work because at first in my mind i was thinking like it was like a cnc machine but it's not like that at all it's kind of like that but not in the function of it like it actually making this stuff is almost like a cnc machine yeah it's reverse because cnc machine like kind of cuts into things or like you know makes the pieces to whereas this like builds it in 3d like so it's like building upwards like and it's laying the material out as opposed to taking the material and having the machine cut it mm. it's you know the material is being you know made in front of you with the function of the printer like because it's like melted plastic almost in a sense i believe yeah it's polymer filament i think yeah. Yeah, don't quote me on that i'm not 100 percent sure what it's called but i think it's called polymer filament uh and i have a connection that works in the polymer industry that hopefully i can get my hands on some free uh filament to go with the 3d printer and it's really neat because a lot of them have almost like an introductory machine where you can do a lot of stuff with it it's not like unlimited power 3D printer because you can get some that are like $40,000. I think universities use them that they buy, of course, because it's funded by the taxpayer. They get the nicest stuff. You can get some of them for $40-some-thousand. Um, but there are ones now. Like I remember when it was uh, you know, first available, I guess, to the hoi polloi, let's say, to the average public. You're talking you know, three to $5,000 for a very basic machine. And now they're less than $1,000 for a very nice 3D printer. So I'm, I'm really stoked to see how uh, how it turns out and what, what kind of Legos we can make. Uh, I'm really, really stoked about that. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's all I have because those... I, ha- I would have a top 10. Like I like to get some vinyl. I like to... I got into collecting vinyl after I got a record player finally. Got a nice needle on it, $22 needle on a $400 deck. And I've got, you know, I got the receiver. I'm missing a tape deck. I would like to get a tape deck because I do have a lot of cassettes from when I was a kid. But I'm more, I'm happy with the record player and the CD player. 
uh, and putting it through the receiver. I get a really nice, rich sound, good speakers. But I really got into collecting vinyl and enjoying the warm sound of vinyl. I've, I've really gotten back into it. So I'm, if there's any money left over, because this is just, this is extra for me, because I too have been working this whole time. So thank goodness I, you know, my wife has also been working. Thank goodness neither, you know, none of us have been suffering. And I feel for the people that, that are, I really do. Um, for those people, they should be getting more, or at least not be paying taxes on whatever, you know, they, they should have been better taken care of. Uh, your workers should have been better taken care of, and I'm not here to sound like a communist, but the people who really are benefiting from this, and I took a quick glimpse. I had Mexican food for dinner, and I had diarrhea, and uh, I had uh, I was going through some of the PDF of the bill, and all sorts of different organizations are getting millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and the average worker is getting 1200 bucks. If you're if you're a regular worker and you've got a wife and three kids or you got a husband and three kids, a partner, whatever, what pick, pick your adjective, whatever your noun, excuse me. Yeah. Twelve hundred dollars isn't a lot. Like, no, it's you know, you're, not. Like you're a mom, I'm a dad. Twelve hundred bucks with a kid, that's that isn't anything. No, that, that's gone quick in a blink of an eye. And that's when you when you have an income coming in. Let alone now, you're what you could potentially be two and a half, three weeks behind. You know, this is a serious problem. That might be enough to keep, you know, if you if you have a mortgage. Well, maybe if you like, you know, live at home and with like other family members or something, that might be okay, like for you to get by in certain situations. But like when you are out on your own and you're being offered, you know, twelve hundred dollars as a single person or you know, $2,400 as a married couple and yeah. you're both out of work, like $2,400 sometimes like isn't even like people's take home, you know, pay for the month or whatever. You right. know what I mean? 100%. Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? What do you do with that? Uh, You pick what is most imperative to pay and you pay it, I guess. For most people, that would, I guess would be their rent or their mortgage. Uh, it's a tough situation to be in and I really feel for those people and I wish that they were in a similar situation like I am or like you are where, you know, it becomes, you know, fuck around money as opposed to live or die money and live or die money. $1,200 isn't enough anyway, especially for the people that are working while this is going on and not so much in what you do. Uh, cause I believe you work in the construction industry sort of. Yes. Um, I work in shipping, um, I'm kind of exposed because I have to handle a lot of different mail and a lot of different parcels that come from all over the world, not to mention all the hands that touch it on the way to see me. Uh, but, you know, direct exposure, like, for example, truck drivers, warehouse workers, the people that, you know, make the, the people that make shit happen that, you know, when you go to the grocer and there is food on the shelf, I mean, those people should be the ones making the nice bonus and getting paid really no, well. Those people should be making you know, like people are shitty. Okay. And people at the grocery store are even shittier. Like they just want to get in and get out. And Especially now, now. Yeah. Like, and now in this like panic induced environment, it's worse. And those people at the grocery weren't making, you know, good enough money before this. 
you know, and I don't think that that's necessarily fair. I mean, these people, half of them don't probably don't even have health insurance. If you really think about it and you like break it down, like, do they have health insurance? Can they even afford to like be getting sick in this environment? Because they might actually really die because they can't go to the doctor. It's a great and point. They yep. can't go to the hospital because they're being told not to go to the hospital. And that's where you get the free care. The doctor, you have to pay them that day or you ain't getting seen. You know what I mean? Like, you can't go to a regular doctor if you don't have health insurance. Yeah, like, some doctors might send you the bill, but for the most part, they're like, hey, you got to pay up. Yeah. Some of them want your money now, you know, and those people can't afford that. You know, you're right, and it's, you hate, I, you know, that's the problem with, you know, getting lumped into a category when you start talking about, you know, how people should be compensated, you know, because the market is supposed to dictate the value of the labor. Um, then you get into the materialist discussion or the Marxist discussion or what have you. And I, I always say this. I'm like, I hate to sound like a communist because I'm not. Um, but even from a you know a, a, a free market point of view, if you start treating your workers better, I, and I don't think it's a rosy idea. If you start giving people more incentive to come to work or work harder or put out a better product for you, the person who either owns the means of production or is in charge of the means of production or however the fuck it is, like, you know, whoever's cutting the check, if you treat people better, chances are I'm willing to, I'm willing to bet those people will be far more invested and work harder for you. But also, you have to show your appreciation for the people that are going there and putting up with this fucking bullshit. You know, there's something that I, we were having a discussion today at work, a co-worker and, my, uh, and, and myself, uh, how his wife likes to, unfortunately, give wait staff and kitchen staff a hard time if something isn't right. And he's had to pull her to the side and politely tell her, if you keep it up, I'm going to walk away from the table. Now, mind you, they have a great relationship, but he believes in the same thing I do. Don't fuck with anybody who brings you your food. Don't ever fuck with anybody who brings you food. You know, first of all, they're not getting paid a lot, okay? Secondly, they got to put up with bullshit all day long. And third, if you give them a fucking hard time, chances, I mean, you know, that special sauce you're getting may be more special than you bargained for if you're an asshole. And I'm not condoning that kind of behavior, but I don't know, isn't that an assumption that you, is that an assumption, excuse me, that you have, like, you don't fuck with the wait staff, you don't fuck with the kitchen staff, don't fuck with the workers on the low end of the pole, man. Don't no. do it. No, even when I've gotten, like, you know, less than desirable food, like, I will just, you know, not eat it and I will pay for my bill. Like, I don't care. And they're like, what's wrong? Nothing, I'm just full. I don't, yeah. I don't want anybody to be like, oh, what, she doesn't like it and be offended? Nope don't care like if you're going to continue to operate this way like the market's going to dictate sure. if people are going to come back like that fridays you know that we went to oh and i got yeah. the messed up sandwich and it, like it was gross and disgusting and i was like no you know it's fine whatever and i even told her i'm like this isn't right and she didn't do anything to help me and oh, they went shit. out of yeah, business. I remember that yeah yeah they went out of business. And so, like, you know, I didn't even need to complain because the market decided for them. So, you know. True. 
yeah, you know, you're right. Now that's a, that's a good angle to take. And once again, you know, these people now, especially the ones who are out of work, you know, I hope that whenever daddy government decides to allow its subjects back out to enjoy themselves, um, and I don't want to get into, you know, is it, you know, is it constitutional or is it not? The constitution doesn't mean anything. It's clear, you know, I put out a tweet and I accidentally quoted George Carlin, but I said, you know, this, this current situation proves that we do not have rights. We have privileges and privileges that can and will be revoked should the public and the government, the state feel panicked. And it's absolutely true. Like you, like, I don't want to get into that because there's, there's, this is the the nest. This is the two evils. The both sides of the coin are shit. Both of them are for shit. But if if the government could take this much control over this, and I'm not going to call them citizens. I will call them subjects because that's what they are. That's what we are. What can it do when there's a real, real problem? You know, I. I you have governors who have taken control of the economy in their respective states and telling them to close down business. And I'm being told that, oh, somewhere in the various state constitutions where these uh, governors have uh, taken that power or exercised that power, it already existed as in, in written form. Okay, fine. Um, at the federal level, I don't believe that it does. And I'm waiting to see what uh, Trump Bucks is going to do about it. I don't know, man. Like, I... Like, at the federal level, they can't dictate the states do anything. Like, the individual the individual states, I mean, yeah, if, if, if the president said, hey, this is what we're, we're suggesting, they probably would weigh out the options and probably go with what he said, right? Like, I'm not saying that that wouldn't happen because that exists. If they feel, though, that option would serve them best and by serve them best i mean get them reelected of course so you know they have to do what's right right so like in the state of ohio mike dewine has decided that even though trump is saying oh hey you know everything's going to be fine by easter he's like i don't that's not what he's pumping the you know brakes. he's like uh and you know like he is supportive of trump or he claims that he is sure you know so i mean a lot of people are saying uh you know i don't know about easter so <laughs> yeah. you know i mean it just depends on you know what what they decide and sometimes they go with what they're being suggested to do sure and sometimes they don't and sometimes they take the most extreme measures because they think that it's going to work out the best i think that that's accurate i don't know i just i i don't want to go down that hole because i don't want to i i understand the argument on the other side but again, you're talking to somebody, and unfortunately, not all of us have the same um, morals or ethics. Like I operate on the non-aggression principle. Uh, if if I feel that I am sick, like a uh, a couple of months ago, I got deathly ill, and I'm one of those people who swears he already had this goddamn thing. 
I, I'm, I'm one of them. It was the worst flu I ever had in my life. And I went to work. Uh, the person who was gonna, who could have covered for me had already taken a vacation day. And I got sick over the weekend. Um, I inadvertently got my wife sick as well. Um, I went in with a 101 temperature. And I told everybody about it before I showed up. I texted all my coworkers to say, hey, guys, look out. I'm coming in hot, literally. Got a high temperature. I'm very sick. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do all of my work as fast as I can, because sometimes you have downtime during the day, and you have like a 45 minute an hour lunch, whatever. There's time where you're not on the hustle, uh, you know, using a forklift, unloading shit, doing computer entry, data entry, and stuff. I did the bare minimum so that I wasn't a, that wasn't a burden on someone else that I worked with that doesn't do my job, that doesn't know how to do it. I got all all the work done that was essential. Uh, and then I got out of there, and before I left, I wiped everything down with Clorox. You know, the, those wipes that you get in the little round, the little cylinder that you you pull one at a time, like one wipe. I used half of a can of that cleaning stuff off. And then when I left, uh, another coworker of mine took Lysol and sprayed my office down, like the the air, everything. And fortunately, knock on wood, uh, nobody else got sick at that office. But I was very careful. Now, if my boss would have told me, no, no, you're not coming in here. What the fuck are you talking about? I would have listened. But again, I went through all the precautions possible knowing that I had to be there. I went through all the precautions possible and necessary to make sure that I didn't get anybody else sick. You know, And I think that unfortunately we live in a society where people... Don't give a shit about the next person. And they, like, you know, they're going to go out and do whatever they want, knowing that they can be asymptomatic or what have you. I don't follow the rules of this stupid governor or the president or any of these fucking politicians, just like I don't follow the rules about murder or doing terrible things or robbing people, because I don't do those things anyway, because I find them to be immoral. I don't need rules in order for me to act and behave decently. But unfortunately, and I hate, I despise having to admit this, it's clear that some of us don't have that. That some of us really have are, have reckless disregard for their fellow human being and their well-being. And that really pisses me off because it's impacted our lives. Like I said at the beginning uh, of the podcast about Pete's uh, tweet about how the world has changed forever. And it's infuriating that other people don't see it that way. They also don't see how they can have such a terrible effect on somebody who is immunocompromised and kill them. Like, I don't need that shit on me, man. Even if I don't fucking like you, I don't want to hurt you, you know. But there, I don't think there's enough of that going on. I really don't. And it's in, and it's really, really um, disheartening. You understand? Yeah. So, when this whole thing is over, like I said, after Christmas, you heard it here. I'm going to write it down. We have a used guys journal, several as a matter of fact. I got to consolidate them all into one. Uh, what when we think this is going to be over? So I'm going officially after Christmas, but before Valentine's Day. So I'm looking at December between December 26th and February 13th, 2020 to 2021. This will be over. You heard it here first. What do you think? Give me, give me, give me some, give me some time over there. Give me a, a couple of hard dates here. 
Give me a bracket. Give me something. Well, I don't, I don't know um, exactly, but I think possibly I would say by this time next year. Wow, so you're going a full year from this date. Yes. I mean, I think things will get better in between that time, but I don't think it's just going to be over because the the season, if this is like a seasonal, you know, thing. and They did say that. And it happens in the winter, it could kick up a notch again, you know, coming this fall or winter. Um, So that's why I'm giving it until March next year 2021 all right well i got it written down so the winner of this contest will receive um a five dollar gift card to wendy's plus three hot wheels of uh of my choice so good luck to all the contestants if you want to get in on this and you want to potentially win a five dollar gift card to wendy's and three hot wheels of my choice Please contact us across all platforms and give us your time entry. Hard time entry. You can do a bracket of time. We're not going to accept, oh, between now and you know, 50 years from now. Yeah, ha, 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 fuck you. That's not what we're talking about here. you got to give us a reasonable time frame. Please email us at useguysandthat at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us on Instagram at useguyspod. Same handle at useguyspod on Twitter. So those are our platforms. I still haven't put together a Facebook page. I'm working on it. Uh, get a hold of us. I'd like to get. We're gonna get Randy's uh, bracket. Um, he's more. He. I'm the biggest pessimist of the group, but I'm surprised by Angel's answer. I really am. I thought she would be sooner than me. Um, but uh, Randy's Randy's an optimistic guy. So we'll see what he has to say. So what do you plan to do when everything gets back to normal? To get back to that. Well, see, I was already, I was thinking because, like, I kind of already did, like, social distancing before hashtag social distancing was a thing. Like, I did a grocery pickup because I forget shit at the store all the time. Like, I'll have the list and, like, you know, because of, you know, the astigmatism, I look past things sometimes and I, I forget something and I'm like, shit, I forgot it. Or I forget to write something down on the list. And, you know, so I do the online pickup and that works out best for me. So I didn't really go into the store very often to intermingle with people as it were. And, you know, with the time restrictions especially like you know in the in the winter time where it gets darker you know I got to rush home and you know take the dog out and things like that and so I had like a very regimented schedule of things that I needed to do so I wasn't around a lot of people outside of my immediate family you know the people that I live with in my household sure um as it were anyway so not much has changed for me the only thing that's really changed is you know i thought about oh well it'd be nice to go to this restaurant and i'm like shit all the restaurants are closed like you know because i didn't really go out that much before you know what i mean i kind of like hang out at home and you know read things and see what bigfoot's up to yeah see what bigfoot's up to on the the internet you know my ongoing research of what's happening in the woods yeah it's been a couple of episodes since we talked about what's happening in the woods. We'll have to 
check back in uh, when we have Randy here and see what's happening in the woods. Um, the first one of the first things I'm going to do, I'm going to go to a sporting event of some sort. Yeah, you know, I'm a big I'm I'm a big fan of hockey. I'm a big fan of baseball. Um, I'll watch. I really got into the uh, to the XFL. In fact, I got into it right when I got sick with what I swear was already this virus. And by the way, I haven't stated enough. There are lots of people in chat rooms, even on Reddit, that swear they had this back in December and January. So I don't believe the official story that this started showing up in en masse uh, when, it, when, when the government says it did. I think it was here well before, well before. Uh, and I think I was one of the, I, it's potential. I, I don't know. Well, I'll never know unless, do you test positive for this thing for the rest of your life? I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like once you had it, well, like, oh, not, we know you had it there, Jay. Yep. That's you. It's funny that you say that because like I was, you know, I came across an article that I did not click on, but the headline was some people in China who had the virus, who had tested positive, had the virus, got better, tested negative, and then they tested positive again. Did they get sick again? I don't know. I didn't click That'd on the article. That'd be fucking terrible. Like, I, I ha- it's too much. Like, I just, I can't, like, sometimes I have to turn it off. Like, the news in general. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, let that headline process in my head for a little bit and then i'll go back and read the article sure. like on another day where they're not talking about like building up hospitals you know with the fucking national guard you know what i mean like yeah, it's unnerving for sure you know because like my thing is is like people aren't listening to what they're i understand you want to do what you want to do okay great but the problem is they're going to start to like my concern is being forced to stay inside the house at all times and not being allowed to leave and like having you know police on the street when i go to the store and then i have to prove that i went to the store by showing you know papers my receipt etc like i i don't want to be forced i don't like being forced to do things you can ask me and i can choose to comply or not to comply you know but when you're just being a blatant asshole and like not really trying to do your best to not spread anything around, right? Like you're going to cause problems for everybody else because they're just going to restrict people further and further. And that's what I'm mostly concerned with. You know, that's my problem with this whole coronavirus thing is being restricted further and further, you know? So to... Be fair. To be fair, you plan on continuing your research into what Bigfoot is doing, regardless of the lifting of uh, of the quarantine. You're still going to continue to do the same deep research, deep dive into what's going on in the woods. Is this correct? Yes. Which, okay. And I just want to make sure I got that down. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. Yeah, I would like to, you know, go and do other things i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like i didn't do because it's like you know it's winter time it was cold and then it's like you know fucking muddy outside oh it's awful you know what i mean like so 
it's kind of like that in-between area where you don't really do much anyway because, like, it's raining or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you, you have a small window of time to do shit in where the weather's, like, decent and holds out. But, like, I'm at work during that time. And when I get off work, it's fucking raining. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, yeah, I could go walk in the rain, but I don't want to get, get wet. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I I, I think I have a grip on what you're trying to say. So, once again, I'm just going to put that down. Angel's going to continue doing what she's been doing regardless of what's going on in the streets. She's going to continue to find out what's going on in the woods. We have it marked down. Uh, if you have any suggestions for what we should do once uh, once a big bad government allows us to be free subjects, once again, hit us up at useguysandat at gmail.com, at useguyspod on both the Instagram and the Twitter machine. Hit us up there. Let us know what you think. Um, like I said, lots of sporting events, lots of hockey, lots of baseball. I can't fucking wait to go bowling. You know, uh, I, I've got several bowling balls that are drilled specifically for my hand because I used to throw a lot of stones back in the day. I really love bowling. It's the uh, true proletariat sport. Um, so I'm looking forward to that whenever the fuck that happens. You know, we can't even go to the fucking shooting range. Like, the the range is closed. We can't even go and shoot pistols No. at the range anymore. Like, no, because it's dirty there. I don't think it has to do with it being dirty. Yeah, it's been huh? dirty for forever. There's pe- They don't clean it, number one. Number two, there's too many people in a small area. Yeah, there's no six-foot rule there. Yeah, That's like... tight quarters. You're, and then you're going to be breathing in, like, dust and all that shit. Like, no. That's why we have to find... We have to go outside. We have to go outside and shoot. But then it's fucking muddy. It never froze, so... We're just going to have to shoot in the street when the uh, ice cream social takes off, I guess. Not me, because I don't have any guns. I lost mine in a tragic boating accident long ago. Um, you got anything? I, well, before we conclude, could you please tell us what happened to Twitter beef today? Like, I am dying over here. Like, I, you told me that you got into it. Something to do with Vermin Supreme. Shout out to Vermin Supreme, the only true candidate if you were to pick one. But what happened today? So... I was, you know, reading on Twitter like one does, and I came across this guy named Vermin Supreme Jr., and, I mean, I'm guessing he's a socialist. Like, I'm not really sure, you know. What would give you that idea? Well, he could just be trolling me because people like to do that, and, like, I'm not always keen if somebody's trolling or not. Because I just sometimes just take things literally and get pissed off because I'm like, what the? You're stupid. I read it and I think you're stupid automatically. Like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) And I get angry. And, like, I can't always tell if there's trolling. So they were speaking about health care and admin expenses and things like that. And... His question is to Mr. Vermin Supreme, will you eliminate the profit motive in healthcare? So I'm like, you know, and I instantly (laughs) read that and I'm like, I don't know if he's trolling or if he's being serious. And so I ask him, what's the point in engaging in trade if you cannot benefit or profit? 
Like, you have to be able to, to offer, you know, exchange for something, whatever that is, whatever you decide that is. So, like, let's say I make really good cookies and you give back massages. Maybe you'll give me a back massage if I bake you, you know, a couple dozen cookies, right? Okay. I don't know. You know, I'm using that as an example. You're giving that as a system of barter, like right. an exchange. Yeah, okay, fine. Right. Yeah. So, like, if we're removing money and we're just talking about exchanging services for other services. Sure. Yeah, okay? no, that's fine. Right. So, he says, quote, medicine is not a trade. Historically, it has always been a ministry of healing, mostly offered for free to the poor and at a fair cost to those of means. The benefit and profit is that you're literally saving people's lives. And I said, that doesn't seem to be what people are motivated by. Plus, the cost of education to be a doctor isn't free. Then his brilliant response is, neither is primary school, but we all still go to that. Let's make higher education publicly funded just like primary schooling. For fuck's sake. So then I say to him, we are forced to go to public schools under threats of being detained, if not. Public schools are not great education centers unless you live in a community that has a lot of money, and even then, they are not the best they can be. Charter or private if you can afford it. Education at higher levels actually taught me basic mathematics that the public school could never teach me. And then I said, also, you can go ahead and go to a doctor or a dentist or a surgeon who received a free education and is working for free. They aren't going to try as hard to help you when they get absolutely nothing for it. Helping people is wonderful, but it doesn't pay the light bill. And I think that, you know, people who want something for free all of the time don't understand the people that are doctors and surgeons and all of that. Like, do you understand that it is hard to do those things? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The machines and all of the stuff that they use to do their jobs and, like, it's, I mean, if I had to work that hard to know what type of disease you have when you come to see me, you have to literally recall it in your brain. Like, you have to remember, this is what this looks like. That is what that looks like. You know, the symptoms you're describing, it sounds like to me, you know, like if I said my stomach hurts all the time and I throw up, like I might, you know, have irritable bowel syndrome. I might have a an ulcer, ulcer or mm-hmm. I could have like stomach cancer. True. Yep. You know what I mean? So like you have to like break it down and try and figure out, okay, well, let's start with the least, you know, we're going to give you a, a, you know, an endoscopy, you know, let's put a camera down there, see what's going on. Sure. You know what I mean? Get a up, process yeah. of elimination. Yep. Right. Like, but if you go to some shithead who doesn't give a shit, He's just going to say, well, it sounds like to me that you have an ulcer and he's going to give you medicine that, you know, may not cure your problem. And then you're like, this didn't go away. Oh, well, then you have to go see this person. Well, how are you going to have a specialist if you don't get incentives to be specialized in the trade? It's a trade. I don't care who you are. Being a doctor, it's it's a trade. They have specific skill trade. Yeah. Yeah. That do like there's a foot doctor. There's an eye doctor. Like, you know, there's an asshole doctor. Right. There, there's a doctor for everything. Yep. Cock doctor, everything. 
I mean, so if that's not a trade, if that's not an example of a, you know, branched out trade, like of, you know, one position, a doctor, and then there's like a medical, you know, your primary care physician, and then there's like, you know, the the people that are doctors, but they're a surgeon, you know what I mean, that sure. do specific things. And I mean, if that's not an example of a varied trade, I, I don't know what else. That's a great example of a skilled and very wide, you know, trade, different positions, you know. So I don't know what this guy's talking about. And then I don't know if he's trolling me. So then I'm like, uh, I, I don't know if I should be like. Let's see, you know, but the thing is, I, I listen, I applaud you for jumping in there and saying something and also being polite about it because a lot of times people get there's something about twitter that makes people really vitriolic and just disgusting um and i only think you should reserve that if you're talking to regular people like yourself or myself or randy or regular human beings i think you should be nice all their vitriol should be saved i don't get mad when people uh, vitriolic uh, say things to mr trump it doesn't fucking bother me at all you're a public figure you're a public figure with unlimited power. Like, the least people could do is tell you what a fucking piece of shit you are. Plus, he has, like, fucking billions of dollars. You really think he gives a shit that you hate Probably him? Probably not. He doesn't but care. Maybe it feels good for you. Maybe it feels good for that individual. It's almost like an electronic therapy for them. Um, I, I shit on, like, I shit on John Kerry today because he called uh, Representative Massey the one who wanted to vote. Oh, I love that guy. Well, I, I don't love any of them, but I do like the fact that he tried to get everybody... Not I, I, here's the thing, like trying to get a, a vote on that bill, you know, the Trump dollar bill. Uh, great, yeah, fine. But in the end, he's like, well, accountability. Representative Massey, you've been in the game for how long now? There is no fucking accountability. There is none. No, they'll never. Just that- don't even fucking vote on. It. In fact, what are you even doing there if you care that much? They're gonna do whatever they want, and they're gonna give the money to their friends. They're not interested in helping your constituents. No. George Carlin was right. No one gives a sh- None of them give a shit about you. Yeah. They don't care, you know? And, you know, I, I understand he's a principal constitutionalist and, oh, you know, I'm going to stand up. You know, I took an oath to defend it. Yes, great. Uh, that piece of paper is just a piece of paper, man. These people don't play by the rules. And it's time for you to start figuring it out. But fair play to him. People were shitting all over him. John Kerry called him an asshole, literally. And so I I, I uh, quoted him and tweeted back at him, and I'm like, yeah, he, could, he's, he might be an asshole, John, but you're the fucking loser that couldn't defeat a president that was running two foreign wars and spying on Americans. Like, that motherfucker couldn't even beat George Bush in an election. Isn't that his cousin? Yes. So, like, who even knows if that was really set up to be a fucking thing? Once again, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I understand what you're saying. Like it's just stupid. It's all made up. It is it like, is stupid and it's all it, it is all made up, but I just I love it how you attack the guy who literally is trying to follow the rules, which just is more of an of an indictment against no, and the Trump rules themselves. Was, like attacking him too. Oh yeah, you did go after him. And then I was, you know, I was reading on one of those threads and there was this woman, you know, who had criticized the president and she had like a myriad of things to say and i and i and i and this other woman says well you know you should just uh 
rip up that check and throw it away, you know, uh, if you don't support the president. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that check is to buy your silence. Like, it's... it's Compliance. To, yeah, to buy, your, to buy your compliance while they rape the future taxpayers. Like, this is just hush money. This is, like... Fuck you. We're going to do what we want, but we want you to be docile. So take this money, you know, and I said, they don't care about you. They don't do anything for your benefit there. Yeah, they wanted to pass the stimulus so that they could all get raises and they could bail out the corporation it Had nothing to do with the American people. They don't give a shit about us. No. They don't care. They don't care. And that's what I said to to this woman and and she was like well trump donates his salary you know and he does <laughs> that's what he does for us and i said i know he donates his salary i'm not stupid but if you think for one second you're getting this money and it nobody's gonna have to pay for it like what do you think happens like I mean, where do they think it comes from? Like, it's just the stupidity of people. And I get very angry because I can't believe how uninformed and you don't even have to be, like, informed in detail about a topic, but the critical thinking process is gone. It's completely gone. Sure. Where Where is that $1,200 coming from? The you money, I mean? the, obviously, the money machine that goes brrrr. Right, but I mean, like, do they even stop to think that, or do they think it's just free money? It's not free. No, Nothing but that's what they think. Free. Nothing is ever free. I don't care. There's always a motive behind somebody, like, in that type of a position that's doing something for you. There's always a motive behind it. You know what I mean? I don't it, disagree it's, at it's all. It's never going to be free. No. They could even say, you're not responsible for paying this back. Oh, you're gonna pay for it one you're, way or the you're other. You're paying for it with your fucking taxes. Yeah, it was your money to begin with. Yeah, it was like, stolen from you. They just, you know, it's so bad that people are like, oh, well, you don't have to pay it back, and da 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 da, and blah 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 blah. Oh, and if you make more than one hundred and fifty thousand dollars as a couple, you get six hundred dollars. But I can fucking give this corporation billions upon billions of fucking dollars. Fuck you. Yep. Fuck you, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I get so mad. I'm so fed up with it. And then there's this crazy coronavirus shit. You know what I mean? On top of it. I don't think that this, your analysis is, is on point. I think the average Trump voter, because remember, this isn't about principled politics, let's say, if there ever was such a thing. Because conservatives are not very conservative. Because all of the conservatives voted with all of the liberals to pass this fucking bill. There's nothing... Cons this is a socialist bill. This is 100% socialist. Right. But then, like... And they're defending it with, with, the, with the honor of their wives. No, but the Congress men and women get free fucking health care. They get free health care. And they voted to, to put in this bill so that they could get a fucking raise. A salary raise. And there are people, I mean, before I got married and I used my husband's health care, I had no fucking health care for years. For years. I mean, it was terrible. 
Like, I couldn't go to the doctor. Now, I probably have the best immune system because of it. Like, I had to fight, like, sinus infections with neti pots and, you know, doing the best that I can. Like, I didn't take it. Yeah, I didn't take fucking antibiotics. Like, I still don't take antibiotics. Like, I refuse to. You know, I try to just get over my cold naturally. Like, I mean, but these people get free health care. They get armed security paid for by us. Like, they they live on a different fucking level, on a different... Like, they're in a different world. They they live in a protected bubble. Yeah. Where everything, you know, they probably have, like, and I'm not knocking it, like, if that's your whatever, you know, to each their own. But what I'm saying is they don't understand you. They're never going to understand you. They don't give a shit about you. If you don't give a shit about the other people around you as a regular person, because most people don't, like, outside of their immediate family, like... I don't, like, I'm not going to be rude to people, but I'm not going to be like, oh, huh. You know, I'm not thinking about them. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? They don't, they're not thinking about you. They don't care about you. No. They they have their own self-interest. And, I mean, everybody's like, oh, the, Trump donates his, you know, paycheck and he does that for us. He doesn't do it for you. He does it for good publicity. Yeah. You fucking moron. 100%. That's, uh, there's never an altruistic way of them doing anything. It is all ego-driven, and it's all about public image. Um, unfortunately, that's uh, the state of affairs. But, hey, if all of you guys continue to vote harder or, you know, uh, the statist will always tell us that they are one law away, one bill away, one vote away, one politician away from the utopia that they constantly deride libertarians and anarchists for the same thing like well your ideas don't really work because they're it's a perfect world thing right and yours is not like we already have to assume some uh blips in the matrix with your system and and you know like you just said how much money went to corporations and to the fucking friends of these people that finance their fucking campaigns and lobby them. The money that they spend on their campaigns alone. That I mean, the millions and millions of dollars that are wasted. Like, if they gave a shit about people at all, they would not waste that money. Agreed. And they would go and they would help a homeless person. They would say, you know what? We're going to start with the last name, the letter A. And we're going to take that money that you donate to our campaign and we're going to pay off this person's student loan. Yeah. We're going to start in the letter A's, last name letter A's. I and- think that's very that that would be an interesting way to do it. And to play on what you said, I remember um when uh the conservatives, the right would accuse Barack Obama of being a socialist. Now, of course, he had some very liberal ideas um in comparison to his so-called conservative counterparts, let's say. But did Barack give money back to the workers? No. 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 So far, what like that? Did... That the 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 corporations got bailed out, and so did the fucking banks. Yeah, but did he give a stimulus? Did Barack give a stimulus or no? No, that was Bush. I know, but I didn't remember. If no, Barack I don't remember getting a check from him, and I was poor back then. I'm still poor now, but whatever. But my point is, Barack, the one who was hailed as being a socialist, even knew who who uh, buttered his bread. And the money went to the fu- the money went to the banks because the banks are the real rulers of the world. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, you're going to make sure those people are taken care of because that's how you end up dead is when you don't take care of, uh, of the, the banking cartel. It's a very real thing. And um, I, uh, I wish everybody a lot of luck because, you know, I think it's in, we were talking, I was listening to the FAGCAST, the Friends Against the Government. I have to keep saying that because I don't want somebody to think that it's a pejorative. That's the kind of world we live in now. Well, just say and Friends Against Government. The Friends Against uh, Government podcast. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember if it was Carr or Bird, um, or maybe it was Pete. I can't remember if it was Pete was on the show. I, I'm getting my podcast mixed up. I've been listening to far too many of them at the same time. Somebody said that during the Great Depression, where they recorded better statistics, that 25% at its height, a quarter of the population, the working population, was out of work. Now they don't count people who don't who aren't looking for work anymore, who have essentially dropped out. They don't count stay-at-home moms and dads, parents. They don't count certain uh, like construction workers or what have you. Over when they get laid off. When they get for, laid like, off, the seasonal, seasonal work. exactly. Yeah. The real unemployment number at some point during this crisis could go over thirty percent. I think it is, isn't it? It's, it's damn near close to that. All I know is that 3.3 million people applied for unemployment. No, I'm sorry. It's 30% of people that might get, like, really bad sickness. That's well, where the 30% thirty percent okay. coming from. Never mind. But think about the damage that's going to do to the economy once. I mean, if they, we, that's why they doctor the numbers, because they want to manage the impression that things they have a grip on things when they really don't and this is going to this is going to change things for a very long time possibly forever and um unfortunately from my perspective and the perspective of many people that are in my particular philosophical vein it's given the state even more power over individuals over business over over the market over over transactions, uh, I I worry about when there's a real problem, and I'm not saying that this isn't. I'm not trying to minimize the suffering of anybody, but I'm very concerned when we have. Could you fucking imagine what it would be like if we were? Like, I mean, not that anybody would do it now, but let's say Canada gets froggy, and they fucking hop over uh, over the border and they invade fucking Minnesota, North Dakota. <laughs> And Montana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can only imagine what kind of controls the government would go into. I, I can only imagine. Or if the Russians were, like, fucking with us and started occupying the Aleutian Islands or something like that. I mean, these are these are generalities, but think of a crisis that's bigger than this, where let's say that we encounter another virus, but instead of 98% of people being just fine after the fact, that it goes down to 58%. Can you imagine the mayhem that would grip everybody? That would literally stop the economy. People, people not they wouldn't even be concerned about being thrown out of their houses or not paying their rent or having fucking cable. No, they wouldn't be concerned. They wouldn't leave their house. Yeah, they wouldn't interact with anybody. No, you know, period. At at, at that kind of a at that kind of a dangerous rate. Right. So what control that that is definitely national guard. On every street corner, checking papers and all that other shit. Well, yeah, but like in the city of New York, the police are going up to people like at the parks and stuff. And they're like, hey, you got a GTFO. You know what I mean? 
And, like, it's only a matter of time before, you know, the National Guard is assisting in that. Because you only have so many police, right, to to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And if you live in a small town or a small community, you know, chances are, like, if you have gathered with too many people, like, sometimes you get a real dick and sometimes you get a nice guy and he's going to come up to you and he's going to say, hey, listen, you're not supposed to be doing this. You got to, you know, GTFO. But they can't really arrest you. They want you to think that they can arrest you. They're literally letting people out of the jails. So For nonviolent offenses and stuff like that? Yeah, so they're not going to arrest you if you're, like, you know, not social distancing. Like, that doesn't right. make any sense, you well, know? I, uh... I don't know, man. Like I said, I worry about the next the next thing because this this is just the beginning. And uh, when the American populace gets rowdy, I would also like to see if somebody could pull up something. I might rely on you, or if anybody wants to contact the show when this stupid fucking situation is over with. I want numbers to see how many ba- like if we had a, a a baby boom because nobody like, most some people are just stuck at home with nothing to do but you know eat drink and fuck and they don't want to go to the fucking grocery store and get rubbers or they're not getting their birth control pills or whatever <laughs> and of course in some states uh, abortions are not considered uh, in uh, an essential service uh, whatever uh, that's your problem um, oh yeah also we would like to know um if the water in Flint, Michigan ever got better, because there, there's literally no, uh, been no other information on that. And I didn't look into it. Um, but when Randy was over, um, last time I saw him, um, he and I were discussing that and I was going to look it up and I think he was going to look it up, but then ghost had interrupted us, you know, um, and started jumping on him. So, Okay. You know, that ended that. <laughs> yeah, let's find out about up, that. But... That's something interesting to look into because that's been going on for quite some time. Um, we like to we like to poke fun at Michigan, but they're decent people. And, uh, you know, there's there, Kurt Vonnegut had said something about freshwater people being different from everyone else. And I think people from Ohio and, and Michigan, Indiana, uh, Wisconsin, even Illinois, uh, I think that we are far we were far we have far more in common culturally than say people from Michigan and people from the coast of California or the people from New York or Massachusetts you know very different culturally uh we have more in common with them i you know this area i guess you could say the great lakes so yeah that's a great question let's see if they fix that fucking problem up there in Michigan i know that all the reefers legal up there so you could drink contaminated water and be stoned so that might be a nice combination uh, do you got anything else that you want to talk about before we close up, before we wrap it up? Um, no, other than hopefully everybody, all of our listeners, stays healthy and they, you know, wash their hands and they do their best to avoid um, being around other people that they're not around on a daily basis and they take all the necessary precautions to avoid getting this plague that's currently going around. So other than that, no, and... uh I hope everybody stays safe. All right. I'm going to do a couple of shout-outs here. Uh, first, I'd like to throw a shout-out to Kathy on Twitter at uh, Capymar. That's C-A-P-P-Y-M-A-R. Uh, she's been doing a libertarian 
uh, follow uh, train, follow for follow on Twitter for the last couple of weeks, and she's thrown my name out there a couple of times uh, at J. Colo. So, Kathy, I just want to say I appreciate you. We're going to have a shout-out to when we put out the Twitter post. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, introducing a lot. Like, Give her a follow. She introduces a lot of people. We have a very large community on Twitter that grows all the time. And there's a certain uh, group of people who do follow trains. Uh, yes, that does increase your followers, and it gives you a little bit of a boost, but it also it opens you up to different points of view, different ideas and stuff like that. Verma Supreme is another one that's done that. Unfortunately, Angel had a negative uh, uh, interaction with someone who was either being an asshole or who was completely uneducated. Um, either way, there's a lot of people under that tent. He's been attracting people from anarcho-communists, anarcho-syndicalists, radical feminists, ANCAPs, free market anarchists, mutualists, the people who read... Kropotkin all the way to S.E.K., Proudhon, a great large group of people. Uh, the, but Kathy's one of them that uh, has been doing follow for follows, introducing people to, to new, to you know, liberty-minded individuals and ideas. So thanks a lot, Kathy. You're appreciated. I also want to give a shout-out to Paige, Morgan, Brosif, Elizabeth, and Kayla, and my boy Paul from B-Town, whose Twitter handle is at talking to nobody that's t-a-l-k-n-t-o nobody one word talking nobody he used to be known as cloudy county and uh his name he goes by is my tubes i don't know what that's all about but paul i appreciate you uh thanks for uh thanks for the follows thanks for the likes and the reviews he said randy and i did a great job being intoxicated during the last podcast not a lot of pauses and uh a little bit of slurring, but not too much. So, Paul, we appreciate the support. Uh, the Twitter handles for the hosts and co-hosts and sound peoples. Uh, Randy Ran Man. That's R-A-N-D-Y-R-A-N underscore D-A underscore M-A-N. And, of course, our lovely sound person, Angel, who is at Angel underscore Sound Girl, one word. And, of course, yours truly, at J. Colo. Our Use Guys uh, podcast can be found Podbean, iTunes, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, please give us a listen, download, subscribe. Please email us at useguysandthat at gmail.com, at useguyspod on Instagram, and as well the same uh, Twitter handle, or excuse me, Instagram handle at useguyspod on Twitter. Uh, get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. If you've got a topic that you want to talk about or if you want to give us a hard time. I mean, if you want to give us a hard time, we're probably not going to listen that well unless you're being nice about it. There's a nice way to give somebody a hard time. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, that concludes uh, this uh, Fuck You Friday number four uh, from Angel the Sound Girl. Have a good night. And from me, have a good night. And Randy, I hope at some point you can get it together and get your ass over here. Yeah, stop making excuses, Randy. We know you're not at work. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>